to the Grace on a Mission podcast, Reflections on the Depth and Width of God's Love for Us. Grace on a Mission is a weekly podcast of the sermons from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Garland, Texas. We invite you to visit us at gloriadaygarland.org. Have you ever been shown mercy? Has, has someone ever been merciful to you? It's, it's not something we commonly talk about in, in our everyday language, this idea of mercy. I had a really great experience with mercy many years ago when I was a youth minister and took some kids to Colorado backpacking. <clears throat> and uh, we were way up high and we camped up just close to the tundra, which was, I think, about 10,000 feet. And the next morning, we were going to do a day hike to another higher peak. So we're all very excited. And we started out on our journey, and we weren't long into it when the the camp counselor that was leading us said, hey, there's there's a great, if you go up these rocks here, you can look over this huge canyon. And so we all went up there, and and we looked over this canyon, and of course, boys will be boys, and the boys, uh, they wanted to be the first up there, and so they ran up, you know, hopping on these big rocks, and as the rest of us kind of followed, and then, and then the boys had to lead going down, and one of the boys, uh, Jeff, was, uh, he was a big football player, <clears throat> and about to start his senior year, and as the, the star running back at the high school, and he comes hopping down on these rocks, but then we see him fall, and we run to help him. He had, his foot had got in between two rocks, and he twisted his foot, and so we kind of helped him get to a flat service and, and realized that he was badly injured, and he couldn't go on anymore. He could barely put any pressure on his foot. Turns out later we found out that he had actually cracked the bone in his foot. So our plans changed. We literally had to pack up and hike back down the mountain, about six miles to where we could get to a road where a truck could come and pick him up. But it was fascinating to watch this group of young people suddenly have to shift, let go of their plans to hike up the mountain and show concern for one of their friends. And I watched them as they literally took turns carrying this 200 pound running back down the hill six miles. But shortly into that journey back down the mountain, I looked over and I see Jeff and tears are going down his face. And so we stopped and we thought it was because of the pain that he was experiencing in his foot. But he said, no, it's not about my foot. I feel badly that I've ruined everyone's trip. It makes me emotional because he wasn't tearing up because of the pain. He was tearing up because of the pain he was causing, causing others. But at that moment, the camp counselor said one of the most great, the brilliant things. He said, no, 
He said, right now, this is all grace. All grace right now. You have nothing to feel bad about. We care about you, and we're going to help you down the mountain. And that's what we did. And at that moment, we stopped, and we shared in a moment of prayer for our brother Jeff and for the group and for the love of God that we shared with one another. It was one of the most powerful moments in my ministry with young people, and it reminded me of how powerful mercy can be. That's what happened. The group showed him mercy in, in spite of the mistake or the accident that happened. The group loved him anyways. And even though they had to cancel their plans, the group loved him anyways. Life disappoints sometimes, and sometimes we have to show mercy because we're imperfect people. Just like this woman in this story, it's a fascinating story, and really this story represents a shift in Jesus' ministry, a major shift from just ministering to those people of Israel to now opening up the kingdom of God to the Gentiles and the world. Let's look at it briefly. We see this woman, and there's some significant things that she does. First of all, Matthew intentionally uses the word Canaanite, which is no longer a word that is used because that era is over. But there was a time when Canaanites were the enemy. It's sort of like still calling New York New Amsterdam. We don't do that anymore. But Matthew uses that word intentionally to show that this woman is an other. She's not welcome here. And the disciples don't want to welcome her either. And even, even, can you believe it? Even Jesus doesn't welcome her at first. Wow. We don't see that in our Gospels, do we? When he says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Kind of harsh words, but this woman persists. She knows who Jesus is, even in spite of being a Canaanite or former Canaanite. She knows how powerful Jesus is. She's heard about the miracles, the feeding of the 5,000 and the healing of the sick. So she is persistent. And she said, she says after Jesus says that, Lord, help me. Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And Jesus has mercy on her. Almost like her words stopped him in his tracks and he realized God's love is for everyone. I suppose he already knew that. We don't really know the fullness of that moment, but there is an intention of a shift to reaching out to this woman and he does heal her daughter. There's some significant things to see in this story. First of all, that she bows to him. Bowing is, is a signal of sort of reverence, knowing that this person is higher and has power. 
bowing, we see kneeling and bowing in many other stories in, in, in the New Testament. As the, the leper who kneels before Jesus, or when the resurrected Lord appears at the end of the gospel and the disciples bow before him, it shows that he has authority. And she knows this. Also, the word used here for dog is interesting. It's actually kunarion in the Greek, and it actually means little dog or house dog or puppy, which is kind of an interesting thing. She's saying, I'm willing to get so small in your midst to receive the healing. She knows that just a crumb of Jesus' power can heal her. Wow, quite a story. And we see now that that Jesus is not only just the hope of Israel, but the hope of the world. Today, friends, Jesus is the hope of the world. And not only does he offer a crumb, but he offers us a place at the table. He offers everyone a place at the table. And we know as Christians, as part of the church, that we don't always show mercy to others. Sometimes we exclude others. So our question today that this gospel challenges us in is, who do we need to show mercy to in our community? Who around us? Maybe let's just think for a moment, if you took a five-mile radius around our church, Gloria Day, who would we need to show mercy to? Who is vulnerable? Who needs a helping hand? Who needs to be carried, so to speak? The list is probably almost endless. There are many hurting people. Perhaps you know someone right now that needs the healing of God, that healing mercy that Jesus now so freely gives to us. You see, folks, God's mercy heals souls and heals life. God's mercy can heal spiritually. It can also heal mentally and physically when we feed others. May we be vehicles of God's mercy in this world. May we know clearly that God has had mercy on us by giving us his life through his death and resurrection. He has healed us. He gives us freely life and forgiveness. May we channel that to others today. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Grace on a Mission. Please join us next week as we explore the depth and width of God's love for us. We invite you to visit us at GloriaDayGarland.org.